We're over-explaining. Yes, we are. Welcome to the Extreme Tasting League Scotch Edition. I'm one of your hosts, Perrin. And I'm the real host, Cedius. We have one of our recurring stunt hosts. Meredith! Yay! Definitely not Dave. Definitely not Very Dave. Very much not Dave. Completely lacking in the facial hair. We were having a, a very long discussion about that before the show and how she could have solved this problem. I could have brought my beard. I didn't. I'm so glad. And we have a guest. We do! Hello! My name is Nicole Loren. Hi, Nicole. Welcome to Scotch Drinking. Thank you. <laughs> it's, it's what we do. It's, it's a fun thing. Yes. I'd like to think I do more than just drink scotch, but really... Well, okay, you do other things that have no real import, and you drink scotch. There, we've now... It's true. <laughs> well, she's something for Dave, so she can't do anything of any real import. This is Thank kind of you. the point. You're welcome. <laughs> you can have your glass. Which, 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 which one are we doing here? We are doing... One moment. It's a teeny bottle. Yes, it is. It's from a tasting This set. is the Gold Label Reserve Johnny Walker. And we're doing this when, when actual Dave isn't here, so we don't have to hear actual Dave whining and bitching about this. Why would he whine and bitch? Well, traditionally, the show has been single malt scotches. This is not a single malt at being a Johnny Walker. Mm. We, are, we are breaking with tradition, but that's okay. Which makes the third or fourth time we've done it, and all of them have been Johnny Walkers. I should really get some famous grouse up in this bitch. Yeah. And uh, this is the the Johnny Walker Gold Reserve Gold Label Reserve, um, and it is blended and bottled in Scotland. So, for those who do not know what a blended Scotch is, uh, it is when it is not. Oh, I'm sorry. The the nose is like ah mm, yeah. Mm. <laughs> so uh, it is the blending of multiple scotches from different distilleries. And that's what makes it a blended scotch. So usually, a single malt scotch is the same distillery? Yes. Yes, it, it, it is by definition a single distillery. It may come from a number, of, it will come almost almost always, from a number of different barrels of different ages. And the master distiller will do his or her thing to blend, to mix, not blend, mix the different ages and uh, woods together for the ideal wee dram that they are going for. And then, of course, the age statement is indicative of the youngest aging that is in the pour. So, for instance, Glenlivet 12. 12 is the youngest that's in there, but it might have a little bit of 18, a little bit of 15, a little 13 here and there. It's, it's whatever makes 12 taste like 12. So generally, when you see no age statement on a bottle of scotch, that means that it has something fairly young. Because... A lot of scotches don't want to go. And we put something that's five years old because that's not considered in single malt scotch drinking particularly mature or tasty. And yet Kilkeman did that with their early releases and they were adequate drams. Yeah, and well, so I you know it basically tradition schmedition. Age statement is a pretension that, you know, some people still embrace and we've mostly gotten over. Yeah. But So it is a very gold I mean, yeah. appropriately named. Yeah, we, we, we've got some amber going on here. Sort of like apple juice? Yeah. Maybe a yeah. little darker? I would, yeah. I would certainly, yeah. It's okay. pretty convincing as apple juice. I bet it doesn't we taste like it. We should bring it to the stage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing this for my throat. So it has oh. some nice caramely smells. This is nice. 
I'm like I'm just smiling. I've been smiling ever since the bottle was poured. Uh-huh. That, I, I did a little happiness in my chair. That was that was what parents little pause looking at me like, um, what are you I doing? Think it's a little tobacco and leather, maybe. Pears. I was gonna say I'm getting some white fruit. Uh-huh. Yeah, it um, smells very fruity. A little vanilla. Absolutely. I, I definitely would lean pear over apple on on the white yeah. fruit though. Good call. But it's very Definitely. nice. Very pleasant. Mm-hmm. There's a I'm certain good. like dryness to just the edge of it where I'm getting maybe the bits of leather. Hmm. Yeah, so, it would be the edge because it's very smells very sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shockingly. I don't know what I expected. <laughs> I really had no idea. I've I've never personally had a Johnny Walker over over black. So the 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 Johnny Walker line, you've got the red, you've got the black, and you've got Ooh. I think the C- gold CBS, and then... this is really yummy. <laughs> this this is a podcast where dead silence is not generally. It's something I have to edit out later, yeah. so you know it's one of those things. And no, it, oh. it's fine. She's stunting for Dave. I'm being put in my place. She's doing her job. It's good. This is okay. Nice. You finish your sentence, and then we'll talk more about this. Where did I leave off? Anyway, it. Go, go look up. Johnny Walker's got a whole line. This is kind of in the middle. Black, uh, red is actually the lowest. Red is the lowest and, and blue is, is not gen- worth buying. No, it's not. And blue is generally considered the top. And it certainly costs that much. Yeah. But the black and the double black are, are both quite adequate for what they are mm-hmm. and the reason we price it like 40 bucks. Is yeah. this above the black or below yes, the black? Yes, it's above. above. Okay. Gold is... I think the next step up. They don't do green anymore. That's what they yeah, call, they call you, it the 18 now, I think. Yeah, it used to be, I think, green gold. Or is it gold green? No, I think it's gold green. Or, or no, maybe the platinum is the 18. So maybe the green does still exist. So maybe it does go green gold. Are these credit cards? I can't tell. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> exactly. I know nothing. What color credit card do you need to have to buy one of these? <laughs> This is really sweet. I'm getting like vanilla, honey, some oak. I'm really pleasantly surprised that the smell and the taste are not in in Mm. opposition. Sometimes Mm. we'll have a really sweet smelling scotch and you drink it and you're like, oh, they put everything in the nose and nothing in the taste. But they didn't. This is delicious. It is really satisfying. It's got a great warmth. Great smoothness to it, too. There's so much vanilla in here. Yeah. Uh, the fruit is still very strong. Um, cherry, maybe? Mm-hmm. I'm still picking up the the pear, maybe some grape. Mm, maybe. Um, and no, drill, not the... Ch- um, I mean, one reason we tend not... Traditionally, one reason that people who are single malt snobs, uh, and I include myself in that, it drink don't drink the blendeds is because they have often, and people will argue about this, less character, uh, less distinctive character. They, well, they're, they're blends. They, you tend not to be able to blend and get more it's true. Uh, uniqueness. But I have to say, I could easily see myself having this um, in my in my pantry. This is work. very pleasant. Mm-hmm. This is very pleasant. I think it's. I think it was like ideas of rotten fruit, just just a little, not in an unpleasant way, but kind of that overripeness you sometimes get mm-hmm. for that sweetness. Maybe there's there's a deep body to it. Uh, maybe I'm just getting like so much vanilla. 
<laughs> ODing on vanilla. The, the vanilla is quite uh, forward-facing in this, and the, the mouthfeel on it, is, it's very light, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which is something I, I am kind of enjoying with it as I'm watching my cat stalking all the food on the table right now. If I move slowly, they won't notice that I'm a big orange cat on, on a, a black, black table, table <laughs> in front of you. I well, will just give him all the attentions. It's fine. Cats dream. They dream big. Mm. Cats do dream big. Unfortunately, Tro, we also like cheese. <laughs> and and we see you. <laughs> big orange cat. I, I think maybe pushing him to the floor would be yeah. advantageous at this point. I know this makes for great radio, everybody. Come on, Tro. Come on. There we go. All right. Aww. Time, 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 time to potentially ruin it with a little bit of water. Yeah. Oh, no. Get it wet. Well, and we use the uh, the science because there have been tragic mistakes made with water without using the eyedroppers. Okay, Some so people, how much do you put in there? I added two drops, but I tend to be really light. It, it, it's to taste. I, I, I put in three um, that's, that's been my fair consistent thing, although I might have drunk a little bit more of this. Yeah, um, I shouldn't have put in as much water no, as I you did. Really have a, you were enjoying this, weren't you, Perry? <laughs> yes, I was. The nose seems a little harsher. Maybe it's just the, bad. I think the, banana. I, the wood comes forward a little bit. I was about to say I'm getting raw pine. If I went to a uh, home desk spot and had them cut some pine boards for me. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's that's what I would smell. It is remarkably different, just two drops in. But I see where you're going with that banana, and that is unfortunate for me. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I, I tasted, they slipped up. I tasted just an inch of banana before, and I'm like, I'll tell him later. Do, do you no longer find it appealing? Oh, I see what you did there. You don't need to again. Whoa! Water! Cat! Excitement! There will be now... Sound effects! There will now be a pause while the cleaning commences. Oh, I should have known that was going to happen. Luckily, it wasn't actually that much. There's not really a drop. We'll get a little off the. Yeah. Well, radio listeners, you've missed all the excitement. Oh, it's very exciting. I made a mess. We'll fix it in post. I blame Trill. Because, as, as, as one should. Because as a cat, it's not going to just defend itself. That's all I'm saying. You know, at some point in time, we used to we used to like. Isolate the cats. Yeah, that would have been smart. I could have locked him in his room. He's usually not this misbehaving, but ever since like we've cleaned the house, so I I hosted poker recently at the I house. I saw your giant and chipperium. Uh, yeah, and uh, several people who were in the game had never been here before, and I'm like, okay, most of my friends kind of know I'm a slob. But they don't need to be reminded that I'm a slob, so I will clean the house. So, some, what it, what's the phrase? Some hold the gifted with slobs, and some have slobbishness thrust upon them. Mm. Oh, no. Honestly, it was worse when I was living with a couple of them. So, you know, it was 
But it's, it's been 13 years. Maybe I could fool them into thinking I changed my evil ways, and no, I'm still a Slytherin. It's fine. But... There's nothing wrong with problem. being a Slytherin. No, none at No, I, I, I deeply yeah. enjoy being a Slytherin. But... I'm very happy for you. My, um, many of my Christmas presents were Slytherin this year. Oh, are you a Slytherin as well? Yes, I am. Where did they give you snakes? Um, I would have loved to have gotten a snake, but I got a Slytherin notebook, a Slytherin pen, um, I already have Slytherin socks. Very nice. Very nice. See, I, I, I'm excited that the fact that my Laphroaig scarf from a distance, people don't necessarily realize it's not a Slytherin scarf, and so I can get away with using it for both. <laughs> I, have, I have a friend who's got like a GNU scarf, a GNU scarf, and I'm always very, very envious of it. Well, I'm a Ravenclaw, and so Ravenclaw. is my wife. Ravenclaws are wonderful. However, as a librarian, I'd be surprised if she was anything else. Yeah, well, <laughs> there's that. That is a knowing laugh. We love books. Uh, I was just saying that it's hard to get merch for. Ravenclaws because it's like mm, do you wanna I, I kind of like the, the blue and the bronze from the books but mm-hmm. they made it silver in the movies and it's so disappointing mm-hmm. but I I like eagles just fine but I, I like that they actually use the namesake in the movie for the symbol mm-hmm. uh but it's like, what do you want? I don't know. I have a hard time buying Ravenclaw merch for that reason. Yeah. Fortunately, I'm a Slytherclaw, and so if someone gives me movie Ravenclaw merch, I'm okay, since Raven is kind of my Patronus. So, I mean, according to the test. So. Oh, you know, I took that test, and I, I got a unicorn, and they were like, you're so special! And I'm like, what's a unicorn? They don't even exist! They exist in Harry Potter. I was saying, in that universe, they do. Yeah, but there's only one... And now, that and now the song My Patronus is stuck in my head. I don't you know, know this song. Why don't it's, you it's, it's, it's yeah. My Patronus. Oh, God. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> That's a sound bite. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Maybe later I'll play you Hey There Cthulhu. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's finish up yep. the tasting. Oh, I'm smelling, like, now that I've sat here for a little bit, I'm smelling more caramel notes. Yeah. Yeah, it's wait, wait, wait till you get to the taste. Oops. I didn't. Girl. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Although it's not quite as vanilla I think it got less interesting when when. Yeah, I'm, it, they almost always do. Oh, uh, yeah. A couple of... They're too oaky. The, the maltiness well, comes through. Of, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oakiness. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. The taste. The, the, tannic, the tannins are strong in this. Um... But, uh, yeah. I mean, it's not terrible wet, but it loses the things that make it interesting or tasty. Yeah, from from my little experience as a general rule, if you want to have blends as just a straight drink. You know, if it's very, very wet, it's pretty good. <laughs> really? Well, it's good I'll, to know. I'll have to try that later. Oh, it like it evens itself out. Again. Yeah, I added an inadvisably high amount of water. Hmm. Yeah, so did I. It comes back to vanilla. I mean, you're still better off just going neat. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah with 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 uh, black, occasionally I'll do fifty fifty uh, of the of the black, and then Perrier, and that's that's pretty good. That's that's the Hitchens. That was Chris Hitchens' 
thing ah. was to do that mix. <clears throat> so, normally, we do a dramatic reading. Yeah, we should have brought up the box to see if... Oh, that's a good... Oh, wait. Or something. <clears throat> the Master Blender's Reserve. Finest malt and grain whiskeys. John Walker and Sons. Product of Scotland. That's pretty yeah, there's not much there. No. Vamp for a minute. I'll be right back. It's a... Uh, Da 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 da. Uh, I scored major dad points uh, the other day. Oh, tell me about the dad uh, points. I have a, a uh, almost terrifyingly eight year old. I'm still not anywhere near ready to have an eight year old. She's <laughs> she's still a small baby. Anyway, uh, she wanted we we are trying to get her to eat more healthily, and she wants to, but she doesn't really like um, vegetables that much. There's a few that she likes, but anyway. Uh, we were talking about nutrition and what, and I said, well, these have a lot of snoo in them. Oh. And she said, what's snoo? And I said, not much. What's snoo with you? Uh. And I got a massive eye roll. And so, yes, I, I, you know, achievement unlocked. Not only did I get to use the classic what's snoo joke, but I got the eye roll. I got the... Oh, and it wasn't just an eye roll. I mean, it was an entire head, mm-hmm. eye, uh, you know. Perfect. Although we got our first eye roll from her at 18 months. So. She's a wow. natural. My wife's side of the family. Long, long eye rollers. So I'd like to point out that this box is a large black box. It's sort of flattish, and it has a little case with lots of other so little I, boxes. I would call it a dark navy bluish, but maybe it's it? It technically. I mean, it might be a light black. I mean, it's... Technically, navy blue, but yeah. I'll, I'll, I mean, let's put the difference. Oh wait, wait, wait! I think that part of the side is a different shade. Interesting. Anyway, let's see. Johnny Walker Gold Label Reserve. Johnny Walker Gold Label Reserve is a luxurious and smooth whiskey with notes of vanilla, dark fruit, and gentle smoke, made with vibrant Scotch whiskies. It is perfect for moments of celebration. Our whiskey masters selected award-winning whiskeys, including fruity Highland malts, in order to create a creamy and delicately honeyed whiskey. Lighter Speyside malts, such as Cardu, bring sweetness and light spice, while smoky malts from the Scottish Islands create a delicate, smoky finish. twice. Yeah, they're pushing the smoke pretty hard, and I didn't... Sweet? Fruit? Vanilla? I could see the honeyed. I mean, I didn't get a big punch of honey or anything, but... I would even believe creamy. Yeah. Yeah, I just... Well, yeah, I, I the smoke, I think, is them trying to, to sell to people who like that side of the scotch tree, and it's not there. This is just so gentle and nice. <laughs> Yeah, it 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 is a nice sip and scotch. It's not a momentous one, but it's a very pleasant. I I I could see it being a good scotch to drink at the end of a meal. Mm-hmm. Um, most I find most scotches are not good meal scotches. Um, they're maybe with dessert. Maybe post dinner, but I'm I'm rarely like I want to drink scotch while I'm eating. 
but I could see this one being uh, through the dessert or something like that. I could maybe see it with appetizers too, but dessert I think would fit better because of the mm-hmm. sweetness. I mean, granted, if I'm if I'm really going to drink during my meal with um, liqueurs versus wines, I'll probably go with a port for dessert because yeah. it's port. I mean, to be fair though, this scratch was delicious. Oh. I would drink oh. it regardless of the time, well, no, of the time of meal. I probably wouldn't have it in the morning because I'm gainfully employed. <laughs> but it is There delicious. are weekends. There, there are, are days weekends. because I'm gainfully employed, I would want to drink this. <laughs> but that's, that's a completely different story and perhaps a whole other podcast. Um, so I, I, I think we should move into the scoring. Perrin, would you care to explain our scale? Excellent. I will be happy to. Our scores for these delicious drinks are on a one to five range, with one being a war crime and a five being the best shit you've ever had in your mouth. Cat! Cat is not technically part of our scoring system. Um, three being uh, right in the middle. Uh, it often is not necessarily meh, but it's a I can't decide whether I like it more or dislike it more, so there's three. We do accept uh, decimals. So I will start, and I I really like that. I'm you know normally if I'm inclined to go out and buy it, that usually to me is I've I've gotten up to the four. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure I can give this a four, and I, I acknowledge some of that is the bias of a blended. However, I'm going to give this a solid three eight five, and we'll talk about we try not to talk about price before. Um, we score because we don't normally want it to change the score. Well, here's the gotcha because I bought it in a sampler pack. I don't know what a bottle of this would actually be. I, you know, from my history of looking at things, I think I remember where this one falls, but I don't have a like a real answer. Um, I'm having the same difficulty that because it's a blend, I don't want to give it a four, but because this was really good, I can't not. Um, I don't know that I'll go much above a four, so I think I, I'll, I'll give it, you know, just a straight four. But yeah, this this was good. Um, mm-hmm. Might work well uh, as an intro to scotch. Yeah, I had been thinking um, that, we- particularly for someone who prefers sweeter liqueurs. So yeah. if you're like an amaretto person, it reminds me or, of or or a bourbon person, um, this could this could be your intro. A lot, you know, a lot of the scotches we've had on, on the single malt that we have claimed would be good intros would fall for if you already like Irish whiskeys, you can move into this pretty smooth. Yeah, I think I think this would be your bourbon entry point. Mm-hmm. We often get asked, uh, you know, I I wanted to get into drinking single malt scotches. What should I try? And it's like that's almost like saying, I've been thinking about enjoy- having a favorite color. What should I choose? <laughs> I don't know. What do you like smoky? Do you like peated? Do you like strong? Do you like sweet? But this this is a not punch you in the face kind of scotch. So that's that's a plus on the first timer trial because usually, well, I tried it and it punched me in the face. Does not make you run back and get another one unless you're that kind of a person. Yes. Well, I mean, again, you you need to know who you're dealing with. I mean, the the, the co-hosts all like the peaty smoky, and I think most people on first having a peaty smoky do not instantly love it. So. Yeah. I enjoyed this. I enjoyed this quite a lot. Uh, I've had more challenging scotches, though. 
I, I feel like I've had scotches that are so good it made me reconsider how I evaluate scotches. This is not one of those. This is a 4.1. I enjoyed the hell out of it. I would drink it again. I would drink it again and again. I will happily keep this in my shelf. Uh, however, it didn't really reframe how I think about it. And since I'm kind of new to this, I'm sort of used to whenever I have something really good, it changes how I think about scotch. And this one simply didn't. I am brand new at this. And I don't know how to rate scotch. <laughs> well, not that you cannot be wrong. Oh, I know I cannot be wrong, but... I mean, this was a good intro scotch for me. I'm, I'm sure I've had scotch before, but could I, like, memorably tell you that, yes, <laughs> I had scotch this one time and it was delicious. I don't have that kind of memory. So... If it helps with the scale, other people who don't have the width and breadth of, of even whiskeys have said, of the flavors I've ever had on a one-to-five scale, go. And so... Flavors of liquor? Flavors ever. of anything ever. Anything ever. Oh, wow. Yeah. It doesn't have to be about you have to do that, but... Right. So, I mean, whatever makes scoring things easier for you in terms of, of the scope to think about I create my own map. Mm-hmm. If you were Scores. thirsty and there was like a glass of this and a glass of water, would you go for the water? Yes, because I'm thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> well played, clerks. This is a wise move. <laughs> this alcohol is dehydrating. Woo! I am going to go, I, I would drink this. I, I wouldn't say, um, I, like I said, I'm not well-versed. But if I had a wall of liquor, I'm going to do it by uh, on liquor flavor. Sure, yeah. I think that's probably a better measure for me. I, I actually quite enjoyed this. I thought it was a very good entry into Scotchville. So I'm going to go with, a 3.75. Excellent. Because I would drink it again. Mm-hmm. Solid place to start. So, um, if you are rating it on the basis of other alcohols, what mm-hmm. what is your favorite type of alcohol to have? Tequila. Ah, a tequila person. We don't get so many of those. No. No, it's it's. But I find when you run into a tequila connoisseur or drinker or however you want to phrase it, I'm <laughs> definitely not a connoisseur, but a drinker. Yes, they're fairly um, passionate about their tequila. What is your stance on mezcal? Uh, it's all right. I I actually prefer more of a. a you can have the, the vocabulary for tequila. I just know that I like it. Um, mezcal is like a it's typical, like a smoky sort of very um, golden. It, well, like, true. I've had a, I have a white one as well. They usually, t- well, no. Some of them taste like meat. It's bizarre. Do they? Oh, yeah. You can get like, yeah. For some of the varieties, I've forgotten, uh, there's like raw meat. Involved in the, the um, seasoning process. There's like a turkey. That it's also. Yummy. Hmm. I need to go drinking with Meredith more. I want to drink a yeah, pork chop. This sounds fascinating. I mean, field trip night. She field knows trip. more about tequila than I do. I just enjoy drinking. Tequila. At first, I thought she said mead, and no. I was like, interesting. And then I heard meat, and I'm like, oh, meat. differently interesting. So I'm curious, what where where do you land on your favorite? Alcohol, Meredith. You know, it's funny. You just mentioned it. Uh-huh. I saw that coming. Mead. Mead! 
Yes. Oh, suburban. The, 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 the number of different meads that I've had, and then the number of different meads that I've had at Meredith's, one number is significantly larger than the other. <laughs> I, yeah. I, ha- I enjoy meads and ciders because I can make them at home. Oh. Well, I would love to try your meads sometime. Uh, if I make a batch, I will happily share. You should have a special podcast for your mead. We can do a special time. edition sometime. Things, things. Although the one that I sadly don't have anymore is, um, I made some a little overly powerful cider. Oh no! Yeah. Well, it. I didn't realize I had gone past uh, where I wanted to stop it, the Mm -hmm. fermentation, and so I let it run until the alcohol killed the yeast. Mm -hmm. Oh, good lord. Then I froze it. Yep. Then I drilled a hole through the ice and poured the um, thick... Apple brandy? ...remaining out. Yeah. Uh, And then I added um, apple juice back to taste because it was inedible. Oh, nice. And, oh my God, did that stuff fuck you up quick. Oh, bad. Wow. It it, it was unaged Applejack. Good job. Yeah. (laughs) It was... It was a good punch it to the face. It was fortified Applejack, yeah, but, to be clear. Right. The best part was I had added enough apple juice back that it tasted like, oh, it's got a little something to it, but it, it doesn't taste that Party alcohol. Cider. And I'm just like, <laughs> three, two, one. <laughs> oh, God, so I can't feel my hands. Up. Got it. <laughs> Very good, very good. Well, while you get the next pour going, mm-hmm. let us have Nicole talk a, a little bit about why she's here in terms of, like, where we met and stuff you do as... Who, who are you? Who am I? Who I'm are a mystery. You? Who are you? I am an individual <laughs> in the world. I'm a collective. <laughs> Uh, we, we, met, we met at the Horror Festival, uh, the Twin Cities Horror Festival, which is a fantastic organization. Support it. Yay. I do. A lot. <laughs> and um, I was in a show this past year that was fabulous, and I believe I met you at the Town Hall Brewery um, after... One of our performances. Uh, we, we, we did formal introductions there. We kept crossing paths in the theater. Yes. Um, and as it turns out, I, I, I believe you were also in a show the year before as well, weren't you? Yes. Yes, yes, I was. I was with uh, Duck Washington. Who I work with in Fearless. So this, this yeah. is where I was going with this. So. He's cool. And yeah. we, we've had him drink with us, so. Indeed. There you go. But not indeed. To be Specific. Well, it, right. it was scotch, right? Yes. Not beer? Yes. The degrees of duck separation. Zero. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, what What were you doing in in the show that you did? Um, this past mm-hmm. This past one. Um, it was called Incarnate, and it was about a cult in northern Minnesota. Uh, and it was written by Nissa. And she is fantastic and was supposed to be here she'll, she'll be on the show soon. Soon. So, so, uh, sometime in the next three or four months. 
but it was wonderful. I was a cult member, and what was what was fantastic about the show is that everyone that attended that like any performance, they were part of our ceremony. They were they were like fledgling cult members. Mm. They were. Can you tell me more about the cult? Like like, what were were there any tenants? What. Is what the, distinguished you from being a member of the cult from not being a member of the cult? Is this a cult we, would, we might want to join? Yeah, yeah, give us the pitch. <laughs> oh, goodness. Where well, I, I mean, glory be to the seed and, and all that jazz. Uh, we, I don't, see, I don't think we had, we had, uh, trying to remember all of the, the kind of, sermons and stuff that that went through that ceremony uh it went bad quite quite quickly oh uh, from an audience member's perspective having having seen the show twice i i will i will give you my perspective as the fledgling cultist um basically it was sprout um, sprout. yeah (laughs) um as you may have guessed from from this it was it was very um horticulture druidic metaphor and like plant growth as the thing so I, I, I would I would phrase it as you know a kind of druidic cult that had not dissimilar trappings to, to Jim Jones. Okay. Thank you. All right. That so is a fair that is a fair assessment. I, Nissa can explain when she's here. So a strong yeah, maybe. I think that's better because she she wrote it. She wrote it. Yeah. She wrote it. And and doesn't she have a strong connection to the cult leader too? I mean. Well, uh, perhaps. Perhaps. That sounds like a spoiler to me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll save it for later. So, uh, our second drink is Glen Fodry. Uh, F-O-H-D-R-Y. There's an H in it. Must be fancy. Yeah. And uh, it is a space side. It looks like honey. It is definitely, although I want to take it away from the various red objects... Yeah, it's it's got. Something amber. There yeah. is redness in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's also a red label and a red container, so it's yeah, it's dangerously uh, polluted by the surroundings. But yeah, it it picks up. It picks up. It's a darker scotch, and it picks up some red hints. Yeah, the other one was like a darker yellow. This one, I, I think this uh, one is just. Like... The other one was definitely in the gold. Yeah. This this is. Moved around it to this, this is to the left of gold, like a copper, perhaps. Yes, uh, more more burnished, I would say. Perhaps a bronze. bronze. No, there we go. It's not quite bronze though. It's too much caramel in it. And in the nose. All right. That's um. I need I need to reset. A reset? What are you using to reset, Perrin? I'm using coffee beans. Coffee beans? Yeah, they're True Stone coffee beans. True Stone coffee beans. Yes, True Stone coffee beans. They're a local roaster. Friend of the show. Fresh roasts, cool beans. You know, if you go onto their website and you enter the code SCOTCH, you can get 10% off. Everything. Everything? Everything. Does that include the merchandise? The merchandise, the coffee, perhaps even an employee. I don't know. That 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 might be. We'll, we'll talk to Tyler. Maybe we can work something out. Yeah. What do I have too much of? I'm I'm just wondering. Like ten percent off. Like like money. You have too much money. And I need more coffee. <laughs> there you go. I think we can work this out. 
um, I do love for for those not in the know. Uh, coffee will reset your nose so that you can smell things again, because uh, your nose will potentiate, and you will stop being able to really smell anything new. So Look at you with bring coffee with you when you're choosing a new cologne or perfume. Mm-hmm. There's a there's I, quite an obvious message on this bag. What? Death to the unbeliever. What? <gasps> I mean, so right. Coffee cherry is filled with potential. Every hand it touches will either spoil it or b- help bring it to life. We all did our part. Now it's your turn. Brew wisely. I will brew recklessly. Thank you very much. It's 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 probably true. And you then, have the preachiest coffee. Have <laughs> you met me? I mean, to be fair, it's true stone. They're not like maybe stone. They're not like half stone. No, they're like there's one true stone. You better do it right. You know, I, I do I do like the other thing about their name. It actually is two words, true and stone, as opposed to a local bank, which can't make up its mind whether it's trust one or true stone. Uh, and every time I drive by, I'm like, I wonder if they have good coffee. And I'm, Wait, mm-hmm. wrong answer. <laughs> okay, time to smell it again. Yes. Um, it's a little sharp. It is apples. very sharp. Yeah. There's a hint of maybe a honeyed sweetness behind it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I, I believe it can get better. I just. It's a sweet apple. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a one note though. There's, I mean, there's a little bit more. Yeah, if I, like, stick my nose in there and breathe there for a little bit, I, I get some of the, like, earthy... Maple. I'm getting yeah. some maple. Thank yeah. you. That's what it is. Okay. I'll go there. Well, I like maple, so here's here's hoping. We'll, we'll see if it holds true in the day, stay. Yeah. <laughs> tip, tip, tip. Maple. Mm, yeah, I'm kind of all right with that. Yep. The, the, the little alcohol burn on the tongue. Yeah, it's acidic. Mm-hmm. You can feel it on the roof of my mouth. Curious. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, For, it's, it's on the high side. 47.1%. Uh, the other alcohol and many many standard is around 40. You know what? So this is 14 proof For such a high proof? This is fabulously smooth, considering. There's a... It's the sweetness, maybe. What's at the very end of the finish? Uh, I can't tell whether it's tannic or like a um, a slight astringent. I'm getting like a little bit of sourness on the end. Yeah. The top of the finish is where I would say the tannic was. Um, late finish. There isn't much of a late finish. I think it, it's, it's not the longest in the world. I get kind of a medium length to it. I'm going to have to go in again. This I'm getting delicious. like a candy apple at the end. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a, a nice sweetness in the finish. Um, I'm, I'm, yeah, it's got a bit of a punch, 47%, but it's not a, a nasty burn. It's just, it's, it's going, by the way, just so you know, I'm at 47%. You shouldn't forget. Okay. Oh, wait, did you forget? Just reminding you. Yeah, but this, like, burns at a, a different place. I feel, because, like, the last one, I felt like it was, like, cozy. After I yeah. stepped it, yeah. I was like, ooh, settle into this. Um, and this one is just, like, it's kind of sharp in there, and then it goes away. 
yeah. very fairly quickly. It doesn't yell at you. It's not harsh. Yeah. But it does have a bit of a challenge. It's like, you ready to drink this? You sure? Okay. Go ahead. Think you'll like it. I like it. You know, I'm enjoying it. I, I like the the kind of like after effect where it's kind of it's it fruity. It's fruity at the end. The medium to late finish has got kind of a, a goldenness mm-hmm. to it that I'm trying to taste goldeny. Oh, well, we, we certainly have some of apple. us don't eat gold all the time, CDS. <laughs> I didn't say Do you remember those time. those suckers that are like the kind of fake green apple the caramel and then apple the pops? caramel apple pops? Yes. Thank you. It's kind of like that. If you had um, gotten just a hint of the the apple in there with the caramel, like very like mild like that. Not quite acidic enough to be an actual caramel apple. Yeah. It's so sweet. It's caramel apple like. <laughs> but like not. I, I don't know, because that, there's that slight, like, I wouldn't say it was, a, like, a real apple taste. That's why I said the sucker was a good mm-hmm. example, because it does taste like, because you said it was a sourness or a tartness, and yeah. it's there at the end. I, I, I had a little bit of a, a burp thing going on. Oh. And this, this this was a pleasant one to, to burp back, as opposed to that Japanese whiskey that, uh, or that, that white liqueur that, that I had at Con a few years back, where the burps were deadly. Ooh. <laughs> Take your word that for it. That sounds awful. You know, yeah. the burp review of the whiskey, I, I think we could probably do that. You know, I, <laughs> I I try to be honest about what I'm experiencing when I'm having the tasting. He's suffering for his art. No, I, I wouldn't say he's suffering. This, <laughs> I feel like that's helpful information, though. I mean, a lot of people burp frequently. It's, I, I suppose. Here I am being, like, burpist. I, oh, how dare you! I mean, I, 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 I was keeping it quiet, but there was an experience that I felt was worth sharing. Well, thank you for you know, sharing. You it, know, it's better than it's good to know versus a warning of if you burp after drinking this, you shall surely die. As, which was very true of that. What was that style? I can't remember. What was the style of that white whiskey? That that white liqueur that I had. The, I got. There's a specific name for it. Whatever it is. You keep looking at me like I remember this or like I, I have it. It was only three years ago. Okay, where were we? Con. Okay, who had it? Me. Who brought it to Con? Uh, McKay. Okay. Did I ever actually get... Oh, the Chinese <laughs> one! Yes. Oh, that was so good! Oh, yeah, oh. The one who liked it. Yeah. This is why I figured you'd remember it. Everybody else thought it was like... <laughs> it was by you. You, yeah, you, that's it. you could not tell on the podcast, but I swear to God... There was a light (laughs) that popped on above her head. It was delicious! (laughs) (laughs) Most people had a different experience from Meredith. It was by you! (laughs) It's like a... They serve it in teeny little cups. You can get really, really poor quality by you and really, really nice by you. This is nice by you. Now, I I can't tell. I'm imagining it's not actually bite you. B-A-I-J-I-U, I I think. It might be by you, like J-U. But I think it's J-I-U. It's been three years in my defense. I do. It's what giant monsters drink. It's what gives Godzilla his... uh, Baiju, Baiju. His breath weapon. All right. Now I'm trying it west. Japanese, yes. Um, I don't want to get it wet. So it got sweeter. For the... In the nose. I, 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 I haven't tasted it yet, but the nose got sweeter. Oh, it got a lot sweeter. In the yeah, nose. it's like... Butterscotch. Yeah. 
That's what it was before you because we were kind of debating whether it was like maple, mm-hmm. like a maple kind. Yeah, of this this is straight up butterscotch chips. Yeah. Or the oh, yeah. those butterscotch candies. See, don't ruin it. <laughs> like the hard candies. Yeah, in the yellow wrapper. Not oh, yeah. the burgers. No, no, the the, the cheap ass butterscotch oh, discs. No, those don't Halloween. exist. <laughs> I also repress, much, much like my tasting of Malort. I'm not that picky. Give me candy, I'll eat it. Yeah, but Just, Malort. Yeah, be picky when it comes to Malort. Oh, I didn't know what uh, Malort. Count yourself laughing. So, so you know how Malort sounds like a curse. It sounds pretty awful. It drinks the same way. I, I will maintain it's an acquired taste. That what? should not be acquired. What is it? It, 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 it is, is a Swedish liqueur um, that uh, is locally produced in Chicago. It, 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 it's a big thing in Chicago. Once and, upon a time, there was a guy in Chicago that made it. And he managed to convince, I believe in the same way the emperor had clothing, <laughs> that it's drinkable. So imagine... <laughs> Like, uh, it, it reminds me, what is the, it's very herby, it's bitter, uh, it has an aftertaste reminiscent of earwax, uh, there is uh, a wormwood uh, elements in it. it, it reminds me a lot, what is it, it's in the green bottle, Fernet. It's similar to Fernet, but take like the relationship between, I don't know, Fernet and like Amaretto, and make it like even more. If you if you take a leaf and then make it in a bathtub. If you take a slightly rotting leaf, wrap it around some licorice, and then just as you're eating it, someone punches you in the face. That's Malort. I feel like we have the recipe for a song here. <laughs> <laughs> that's Malort. <laughs> All right, cat, back we'll, off the table. We'll, we'll work on that later. Yeah, yeah. and you can have Nissa bring her. I, I was gonna say Nissa can put. Put the, the, the tune on her uke, and we'll, we'll be in great shape. All right. Drying it wet. Maybe I can get Leslie Vincent to sing it for us. Mm! Butterscotch. It's literally just butterscotch. With some oak. You had a different experience than I had. <laughs> How much water did you add? Three drops, because that's what I do. Um, the tannins have come out. Oh, my yes, God, they did have. they? <laughs> They're playing rambunctiously. Yes, they are. Hi! Yeah. I'm drinking some Cabernet Sauvignon right now. There's a long finish. The beginning, butterscotch. But it gets... It has more depth. I spoke too soon. No, no. I, I think someone um, had, took, took, took a tongue depressor, then dropped it in some rust, and then put it back in my mouth. Okay, I did not have quite the same experience you did, but it is most definitely... This is deeply unpleasant now. Woody. I don't find it deeply unpleasant, but I definitely do not find it as pleasant as it is. Okay, I'm going to add more water in hopes that that rectifies the situation. I feel like it has, like, clogged my sinuses a little bit. <laughs> Usually alcohol does the opposite. Yeah. That's impressive. You know, I like this one dry and wet. It feels I, uh... sticky. Mm-hmm. I think the dryness is really interesting, and I think the the wood does come through quite a lot. I'm getting resinous things, maybe maybe pine sap, maybe like something oaky, but but resinous. There's a really long finish. Yeah, extra and water. It goes to definitely pine wood smell. I'd I'd say partway through the taste, like 
mints or something early to mints. I'm definitely getting why you might say this is rusty, get it out of my mouth, but I think it's interesting enough that like it's worth holding through. And the sweetness persists enough that it kind of colors that in interesting ways to me. I feel like yeah, so I added more water to see what would happen. And I feel like it made it worse. Yeah, what the, was your experience? The, the, the extra water for me is I got it down to you're 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 drinking a popsicle stick. Oh. Yeah, it, it was... Yes. It gets woody and, and not in a fun way. I So apparently the lightest touch of water or none at all um, <clears throat> seems to be the better answer, at least mm-hmm. for my palate. Yeah, some smokiness is maybe coming out, but that might just be the roughness. Yeah, it just did interesting things to, like, the scent, I think. That was the difference. <clears throat> Glenn Fordry. Speyside Single Malt Scotch Whiskey. This Glen Fordry Single Malt Scotch Whiskey has been distilled and matured in the renowned Speyside Whiskey region of Scotland in traditional American oak casks and has lain undisturbed for a minimum, minimum of 12 years prior to bottling. Bottled at a higher strength and without chill filtering or the additional addition of caramel our malt master has ensured you that you can enjoy the full range of aroma. <clears throat> excuse me, the full range of aromas <laughs> and the full depth of flavors this exceptional single malt Scotch whiskey has to offer. The aroma is bright and vibrant, with zesty green apple notes and rich in characteristic Speyside fruitiness. The flavor is satisfyingly sweet, with deep vanilla oak notes. Balanced perfectly with fresh fruits. The finish is long-lasting with a fruity sweetness. Definitely getting a long finish and sweetness. I'm, no, I'm getting, getting a lot of fruits. pear, actually, now that I've just kind of sat here on it for a while. Yeah. Pear. Our malt ma- Etel on or. Our malt master has chosen the name in Scottish Gaelic, the color of gold, for his creation. This reflects both the rich color of Glen Fordry 12-year-old single malt scotch whiskey and the pride in the generations of expertise used to bring it to perfection. Aged 12 years. I like how when you started reading, it was like some sort of English accent, and then you were like, oh, right, this is Scottish. Well, that and, and it's been a while, so, you know. <laughs> no, we got good. Oh, thank you. It you did ta- well. It takes a bit. Have you been drinking something English instead? No. <laughs> oh, you goodness. take your gin and you get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Beef eater. I'm the one that drinks bourbon, CDS. Stop that. No, the, the fun bourbon thing. is in English. When I used to no, work at... No, that was a southern accent. When I, was, when I was in high school and then early college, when I would be home, I worked at a, a movie theater. And we would pick the accent of the day. And all of us would try and speak all day in that accent. Was there a special process? Did you, like, elect it? No, I mean, we would just sort of, what about this? What about this? Oh, and somebody would say something, and everyone would be like, yeah, 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 yeah. My favorite was when we did Australia. Australia. <laughs> From Australia, and we convinced sailors who had been stationed in Australia that we were from Perth. No nice way. Job. Mm-hmm. That's pretty impressive. I was, I yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, we had our doorman was Masood, 
who taught us to swear in Arabic, um, in Farsi, mm-hmm. and and uh, he would just give us so much crap when we'd try and use, you know, mm-hmm. everyone talk like Masood. <laughs> be like you'd sound nothing like me. Like, doesn't matter. Your consonants are wrong. You have yeah. to hold your tongue like this. This is way more nasal. And we had, but we had way more fun attempting to sound like Masood and making him a little crazy. That sounds like a good party. Talk like Masood. No, like I mean else. just talk like anybody. We we ran roughshod over that place. It was awesome. The next time I have a game night and you play bad actors, I'll make sure you're around then because that that'll be bad actors. Yes, the, the, I, I have a game called Bad Actors where everybody puts on a character and needs to stay in character the entire time. Nice. That sounds delightful. It does. We um, at one point everybody on the shift was somebody I had recommended, hmm. and so you know we basically told the assistant manager just go back up to the office. Don't even come out anymore. Leave us alone. And he kind of was like, okay. And then, I mean, we did our jobs very well. But we we were basically like, we've done this long enough. It's not rocket science. We will now have an ice fight across the lobby because no one's here. You know. Like you do. Yeah. We also did tray sales in the movie theaters. And so you'd go in with a tray full of food. And a change counter on your on your belt, and we had entire um, comedy routines that we would do as to increase our sales. It was a lot of fun. Wouldn't that disrupt the film? Uh, we would go in before the film. Ah, oh, well, everyone's kind of settling in, right? And then you know, and if if we weren't getting any good sales, we'd be like, "All right, everybody, turn and look up at the window behind you. That's George. Wave at everybody, George." And George would wave. He's a friend of mine. He's not starting the film until I tell him to. <laughs> I'm not going to tell him to start the film until some of you buy something. And they would. You also, we learned very quickly, it was San Diego, so you had a lot of sailors. So you could mm. learn who to give grief to, especially if they were, they were there with a date. Uh. Has he bought you anything tonight? <laughs> no? For shame. Well, guess I know who's not going on another date. Fine, I'll take a popcorn. Oh, good choice. The classic show your kids you love them. Uh huh. We have no pride. Oh yeah. And still don't. And still, yeah. Well, it's not like I gained anything. Or sh- no, actually, it wasn't no pride. We had no shame. Shame. And no. that I certainly have not gone no. bought. No. Shame's expensive to keep yes. around. So now would be the time for the flogging. Well, first the oh, time for the oh, scoring. Scoring. I totally forgot we hadn't scored yet. You're so excited about the flogging. Yes, well. No shame. I'm going to take both of those sentences and where I was going to go with it and go straight by them. So, please, start the score on somebody. I really enjoyed that. I'm not going to say it was as overall pleasant as the Johnny Walker, but it it was really awesome in a different way. It had a very different taste experience. Um, I would happily drink this again. I, depending on what we talk about price, I would even go out and pick it up. I'm right on the edge, though. I'm going to give it a 3.9, which is slightly higher, I know, than the Johnny Walker, but I found it's, um, it is a more interesting drink, for better or worse. Mm -hmm. Well, single malt versus 
versus uh, blend. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's proving out that blends is like while they're mixed intentionally to be pleasant, they tend to do too many things and don't focus on anything. The point where the overall outcome is acceptable but not compelling. So, do you like to go next? One yeah. of the three of you. This is great. Four point three, maybe four three five, but yeah, this was great. Um, it honestly reminded me a lot of the uh, Johnny Marker we had. This seems a little bit like a, like a big little brother. I like it. Uh, unlike the other one. So my review of, of the other one was, it's good. It has a lot of things I like, but it's it's not challenging. And this one was a little bit more challenging. It had some of that oakier harshness that the maple was really interesting. It had some, like, weird acidity going on. It had a lot of tannins near the finish. The finish did, like, five different things. I don't know. I'm into it. Uh, I think that, well, the other one, like Sidious was kind of saying, was sort of, uh, it was good, but it wasn't remarkable. I feel like this one was, in in other ways, a little bit more remarkable. It's still not mind-blowing, but, you know, it was darn good. All right. I think I'm going to have to go... A little bit lower, only because I felt like, it felt like almost, I don't know how to explain it, like syrupy, um, in, in a way that, like, it, I told you it kind of clogged my sinuses, I feel mm-hmm. like, I still feel like it's like up on my upper, like, mouth, like I'm just feeling sticky and not, it's not pleasant for me. But, I mean, I think overall, it definitely was a more interesting flavor, I think it did a lot more, as you say, than the previous one. The previous one, though, that I liked about it was, again, that kind of cozy, like, warmth. And -hmm. I think that's what would sell me on it 100%. This one, I think, you know, it was enjoyable, though. I liked kind of that. I mentioned, like, kind of towards the end after I'd been sitting for a little bit. It was, like, kind of a pear aftertaste for me. I don't know. I would probably say... 3-1. 3-1. I am going to rate it purely on the neat, because the wet kind of destroyed it, and so yeah. I don't want to be harsh to it. Um, neat, it, it, it had a few interesting touches. Um, still wasn't necessarily entirely in my wheelhouse, but had had some fun bits going on. It is a limited release, so I don't know if this one is still available or not. Uh, I know I did pick it up at... Um, fairly certain I got that at Total Wine um, versus being a top value. Okay, I will poke um, my head into Total Wine next time. I and have. so, uh, and I want to say that the gold bottle went when I've seen it has been in the general vicinity of 65 mm. or so. Um, the Glen Fodry, I want to say, is in the same range or a touch cheaper. Wow. But I'm not 100% on that because after 167 episodes of this, I can't remember squat. Unless it's something that I really, really dug and therefore went out and bought more of. So, and you totally know, understand. changed prices since yeah. then. And that, because some of that was years ago. And then also the tariffs are now about, you know, prices are all going to be going up in the next little while if they mm-hmm. haven't already. So, yep. So, about that flogging. So, this is the time on our show where we flog things. 
Do you have any shows you would like to flog? Yes. What show would you like to flog? So, uh, again, this year, a friend of mine and I will be doing a show at Die Laughing. Uh, we will be, uh, I will be, uh, we will be, uh, singing the ballad of Chris Lindahl and other tales. Uh, we will have some spoken stories, and uh, some of them will be in song in the uh, great bardic tradition of uh, singing the songs of folk heroes uh, local to us. So uh, come show up for lots of stories for a, for a donation. Uh, if, if they approve it for a donation, you can name the title of a folk tale starring or featuring Chris Lindahl, and uh, we will tell the tale. Also, um, there will be music. And die laughing, so. <laughs> die laughing for the record is going to be the uh, tail end of March. Uh, yes, uh, and it looks like our show will be seven a.m. on Sunday if the schedule doesn't change. So you should come see it. It will be great. You could even view it online and send in your titles Whoa. from bed while drinking coffee. It'll be great. Or scotch. Or just, scotch. Just Not saying. judging. Or, Not judging. Or if you're having dinner in Australia, hi, Katie. And so, you know, that's a thing that we can do. So, Come join us. It'll be great. Uh, I don't think you'll hear the ballad of Chris Lindahl uh, elsewhere, at least certainly not before. This will likely be the world premiere, and uh, hopefully not the last time it is sung. Excellent. Would, do, would you happen to have anything to flog? No, show, no. Coming, shows, coming events? Up? No, Things not you would like moment. to tell people about? No, unfortunately, uh-huh. I, uh, what well, isn't it unfortunate? It's intentional. <laughs> um, fortunately and unfortunately, I have, I have nothing on the horizon at the moment. Well, congratulations. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Just as previously mentioned, Die Laughing will be coming up uh, very soon. Uh, obviously, I'm still involved with Fearless and would appreciate your donations on behalf of the company. Uh, I don't think I am doing anything this year. I, I may talk. I might talk to uh, Fur. He's got a interesting concept that I want to see if a crazy idea I have would fit in with what's going on. Um, he, he he was talking about potentially doing stand up as though it were thirteen seventy two. Ah, I like um, this. And so I, I I have a crazy idea of translating a a modern something into that language and seeing how long it takes people to pick up what I'm doing. Um, so I, I, I don't know if, if that would fit with what he has in mind or not. Uh, I'm not going to try to rewrite my stand-up set to do something that would work for them because most of my stuff is very deeply involved in modern culture. So it would be very hard to, to translate. But uh, I will certainly be there for the overnights, uh, as is my want, to, to help support the acts that are given time slots that are not necessarily considered ideal for local stuff. It also is where the fucking offensive stuff goes, which may be what I enjoy. So... Oh, right. And uh, Chris Lindahl and other tales? Safe ears. Which, to be fair, doesn't mean it won't crush your soul. (laughs) It's about Chris Lindahl. It's pretty much a guarantee it will. Just a little. All right. We have now reached the end of the show. And what do we do at the end of the show? We put the guest on the spot and ask her for a toast. That's correct. Oh, no. <laughs> I, you know, I don't have any liquor in my glass right now. We, we will accept the, um, 
other liquids. We we we, uh, we 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 toast that with water just so that we're not. It know. is bad luck. Uh, it's oh. worse luck to toast it in an empty glass. So. All right. The, and besides, I'm a chaos mage. I, I turn that shit around. <laughs> Paradox will catch up to you. <laughs> All right. To 2020, may this year improve upon the previous years. Here, freaking here. Here, here, here. 